everyone. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gents. I am one-fourth of your co-host, Tiffany E. And today, I got just Alexis with me. We couldn't get Donnie or Rico and Nicole and Janae both are out. Janae is probably sleeping. She's always sleeping because that girl works very hard. And Nicole is working. She also works very hard. But we do have Alexis and you got me. So say hi, Alexis. <laughs> we tried to get as many people on this particular episode as possible but everybody was having a pretty rough day so shout out to everybody who's usually here with us trying you know what i'm saying to help work things out with us be here with us on the show we hope everything works out for y'all and we really hope nicole gets some rest and of course we we hope janae gets some rest too without that being said we got a couple topics to cover okay it's been kicking everybody's ass yeah so we got a couple things to cover when it comes to wrestling for this week um y'all hold on a second because i don't want to have nothing in the background hold on so i'm all waiting for tiff because i hate dead air we got some news to go through and then we're going to do a top five and because y'all have been y'all seem to love it when we do the top five and the roast sessions so we're going to wrestling rivalry personal wrestling rivalries aka it's on site right and your arch nemesis we hate you but we love you at the same time (laughs) okay oh come on anyway all right (laughs) So first we need to get the news out the way so we can get into the fun stuff, okay? Sir, first things first, I wanna make something very clear. I don't like when you use misleading headlines for clicks. That's wrong. And it causes a lot of misinformation to be floating around and a lot of drama and it's unnecessary. So how about from now on, when you see an article you click in the article and actually read it because that's what's happening with Randy Orton's situation. Now, I know a lot of us miss Randy Orton. We love Randy Orton. But I think the number one thing for all of us as fans need to be Randy Orton's health and his happiness, okay? I would love no more than to have Randy come back and start some shit. But at the same time, I want him to be healthy. He has four children and a wife. He has a family. So I'd rather him be at home, happy and healthy, can walk around, move, than to be laid out in the middle of a ring somewhere and injured and hurt. Okay? So let's put that out there first. Secondly, some of you dirt sheets are so busy trying to get clicks and views on your page that you're not reporting the truth, you're reporting partial truths. So what we have been seeing going around the internet is Randy Orton's done wrestling. Randy Orton's doctors have told him to stop wrestling. If you didn't hear that directly from Randy Orton or a person who represents Randy Orton's camp specifically, then I would not be listening to anything that anybody says. What the article says when you actually read it is that Bob Orton was the one they were talking to. And Bob Orton says he thinks that Randy's doctors told him to stop wrestling. 
he is not sure of that and there's no clear information one way or another. He also said, but Randy Orton is going to do what Randy wants to do. With all that being said, the speculation of Randy coming back and possibly doing anything is irrelevant to me. The only thing I want is if he's not going to be wrestling anytime soon, he can announce that on his own time. And I want people to stop making lies up in the media because that's what you saw on Instagram. Randy Orton's doctors say he's done with wrestling. And then when you click it and you actually read it, that's not what's being said. So if you can't get traction to your page without lying, then you have a bigger problem here. And it's not even the dirt sheets. Um, well, again, this is probably why I don't mess with a lot of wrestling accounts on Instagram. Uh, a lot of Instagram wrestling pages have been saying this stuff too, taking it out of context. Because I sent it to, I sent it to the group chat, and you know, it's just like until we hear Randy Orton say that he is done wrestling for wwe or he's completely done with wrestling because you just like this is the one thing i hate about the online wrestling community they can take one thing out of context and the next thing you know it's like a fucking wildfire that can't be stopped right um again until i understand randy's dad speaking for him because he has been pretty quiet since he got injured but um, even if you don't like Randy Orton, I mean, he's he's like, he's not my top, one of my top people, but, you know, I have some sort of weird respect for him in some way, shape, or form. But oh, I, 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 don't, I don't ever want to see anybody get tripled or hurt to the point that they can't be for their family or, you know, hell, even manage to tie their shoes anymore by themselves. Right. I think Randy will do what is best. You know, he has been in the E for a very long time and he's so um, if anything, have Randy back there to be an instructor on how to be a good heel. Yeah, because they definitely need him. <laughs> they definitely need him for that with all the macho bravado you have but if you can't back it up dude you're just you just suck and it's like i know he's not good at playing a face but i like him as like the anti-hero especially mm -hmm. when you know somebody yeah i'm hard but um you know i just wish the best for randy i hope everything comes out and we have been, we mentioned something about him possibly retiring in the next couple of years. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know, but much love to Randy, much love to his family. And you're right. Until Randy Gordon says something, don't believe anything. Facts. All right, sir. The next topic we're going to cover is Matt Hardy. Now, <laughs> Matt Hardy was hacked. And <laughs> I am sorry, but that was the most hilarious shit I had seen in so long. 
It was so fucking funny. I oh, I had screenshot a lot of the tweets, but I don't even know if I kept them. They are some wild stuff, like saying like you know the person like was trying to pose his mat and he's doing like a self like you know ex- exposed. He's like, oh yeah, you know we use the n word or like some weird stuff like that. I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> Like it was all types of messy, all types of it. I'm like, what is happening here? And he was going in. I don't know who exactly hacked him, but when Matt thought he had his um account back, he was like, sorry about that, guys. I got hacked, but I got my account back. And he was like, nope, thought you got it back, but you did. I was like, wow. I'm gonna read some of them because some of them are fucking weird. It says like, it says if I was Edge, I would have fucked Lita too. Not gonna lie. Shit. Stupid. This that stupid fucking sexual assaulting pedo Vince McMahon is a fraud and stole two million from me. Go back to touching little girls, you stupid old freak. It's just bizarre shit. Me and Jeff's beef was real. He fucked my wife because I made fun of his wife for having a yeast infection. <laughs> I read this, but this still takes me the fuck out of me. He, he said, should I leak the DMs of my wife, Rebby Hardy, saying the N-word? Let me know, y'all. I love my fellow back N-words. Much love to King James. <laughs> LeBron into this. Yo. What the fuck? It's so bad. This is the one that took me out. Matt Hardy had hardcore mission porn in his bookmarks. I died when I read this. I was like, no. No. Oh my God. Look, the reason I don't talk to Jeff anymore is because he tried to sleep with my daughter. It's just, it just goes in. And it was so, oh my God. It was so weird because I had happened to, Nicole, we was on live actually, I think. And Nicole was like, no, Don, yeah, we was on live and Don sent it in the group chat and was like, hey, Timmy, Matt Hardy just got hacked. And I'm like, what? Man, we pulled up them tweets. That was hilarious. It was funny. I'm sorry. I know that was probably like giving Matt Hardy all types of blues, but it was funny. (laughs) It was funny. I couldn't help it. I'm not going to say anything because I'm not getting in trouble. (laughs) It was funny. I just, I, I mean, look, I'm, me and Janae know there are ways that you could get someone's email, especially like, you know, if you're dumb enough to, if you're an indie wrestler and you have your email posted, there is a way that it's, I'll, I'll explain like after the show if you want me to, because it's a lot of like computer jargon, but you can, there's ways that you can figure out someone's password. Mm. <laughs> Somebody either was really good, had a lot of time on their hands, or they were really close to Matt in order to get us. That's crazy. Dang. 
I mean, they went in, and Matt Hardy did eventually get his account back, but it's just, it wasn't even a bad hack. Like, nothing was leaked. Nothing was bad. It was just, he was just tweeting out some crazy-ass shit, and it was funny. So, I know Matt Hardy isn't exactly happy about it, and I can understand that, because, like, that's that's rough, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it was fucking funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it was hilarious. So, even though it was a bad time, I hope you, I hope you look back at it and laugh because it was funny. Probably about you. That was a bad time for him, but it was hilarious for me. <laughs> it was funny. I don't, I don't know any other way to say that it was funny. It just it was just a funny thing to happen to to all of us at one time. We're all just sitting here like. This shit is fucking gnarly, but that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Um, it was good. It was just one of those funny wrestling things. It was like it was a moment. You're like this moment. This is this is funny. I appreciate this. <laughs> okay, so the next topic because we're moving pretty fast. It doesn't take us long to do it. So the next topic we're supposed to talk about was um the lawsuit so is- i think i mentioned this on the podcast before but if you don't know who raka khan is she is a former knockouts um champion and a former professional wrestler raka khan has a lawsuit against a lot of people a lot of former and current wwe stars are named in this lawsuit um and this is leading a lot of people to believe that disney is cutting their ties with the rock specifically because of this lawsuit okay now i'm gonna let alexis explain the lawsuit if she has the info about the lawsuit to be huh So, because I don't have all the information of what the lawsuit really is about, I just know that she had one. Because it just seems so ridiculous. After I started reading the names of it, I was just like, what is this? I know that she alleges that she was kidnapped. And then there's like some other things that are involved, but it's not just wrestlers she's naming in this. Like she's naming the CIA and it's, it's a lot. So Alexis, whatever info you have, you can go ahead and give people what you know about the lawsuit, and I'll be back to give you my commentary. Okay, so Tip is right that Rekka Khan used to work uh, for TNA. She was actually in WWE Developmental, but never really made it anywhere. Um, if you don't know her, she is a very tall woman. She wore very extravagant makeup, but she's probably more well-known for being with Kurt Angle during uh, his Perk Angle phase in his life. Uh, I know Nicole says she loves Perk Angle, but it was really scary that he could have died. Um, Looking her up, actually, it's also showing that back in uh, 2008 and 2009, they were in a relationship. um, Or they had an unscripted... But she actually accused Angle of abuse and got an order of protection from him in August 2009, although it was later dropped. Uh, Looking through this, she has a past history of filing uh, 
weird lawsuits against people as uh, the one who I just said back uh, or angle. Um, hang on. Just, I'm trying to pull everything up. So uh, I was ready. I swear it was. And now my phone just, Oh, kind of love Twitter. So she came out like a couple, like about a week or so ago and she's having, she's, <laughs> it's this, it's like a billion dollar lawsuit against people who she claimed tried to have her and her children kidnapped. And I'm going to read you this. And here's just some of the names that she has. So former TNA and WWE developmental star, Trinisha Rakakon Biggers, filed a lawsuit back in October 2022 before the U.S. District Court, Southern District of New York, claiming a conspiracy against her in relation to an ongoing Texas criminal case listing, among others, as defendants. The Rock, WWE personalities, The Miz and Maurice, Heath Slater, a.k.a. Heath Miller, Nikki Bella, Chris Benoit, Mark Jindrak, Florida Championship Wrestling, Steve Kern, the National Wrestling, Al National Wrestling Alliance, Billy Corgan, Deep South Wrestling, Jim Cornette, Mick Foley, and countless others. But this also has Texas law enforcement in one and CIA in the other. Uh, the lawsuit alleges that the defendants all conspired to kidnap plaintiff and her children. Uh, there's been no movement on the case for months, but court records now indicate that a February Bears was author authorized to move forward with the lawsuit with prepaying any court fees. The 48-page lawsuit shows Bears seeking $3 billion in damages. The majority of the filing is a list of long, long listed defendants, some who are listed multiple times. Now, here's the full, the full list. Uh, besides the people who I mentioned before, it's the state of Texas, the El Paso Children Protective Services, the FBI, the Las Cruces, C-R-U-C-E-S. I don't know who that is. New Mexico Police Department, the NYPD, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, New York ACS, Omega Psi Phi Fraternity, Shirley Police Department, Sigma Pi Epsilon, Sulphic County, New York, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, um, Bank of America, Michael Jordan, several universities, and New York City Area Energy Company, Con Edison. Okay, so everybody in the world. Yeah, pretty much. Any, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean. But here's another thing, too. Um, so apparently she has an ex-husband, right? Okay. So this is just, this is from Twitter. I took screenshots of what I could get. On August 24th, 2019, it was reported that Biggers had been placed on El Paso's most wanted fugitives list for a week of August 25th. She is wanted by the El Paso Police Department on a charge of interference with child custody. A recording surface is circulated online that, uh, that of her 
ex-husband, a former independent wrestler, admitted to making several false police reports against her, as well as false reports to Children Protective Services. He is currently on probation for beating Khan unconscious in front of their newborn baby and Khan's then four-year-old daughter. Take these kids away from her. I'm not even trying to be funny. Take these fucking children away from her. She's even, oh, and Home Depot. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, I'm just reading this on Twitter. Uh, apparently it's a 48 page document. 13 pages are duplicates of other 13 pages. That's technically 35. Um, there's, a there's 309 defendants, but some have names repeated. So if those counted, then it's more like 453. I legitimately just want to understand what, why? Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm just legitimately trying to understand, like, why? I mean, can I say something without even trying? I'm not trying to be funny. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I mean, well, if we being honest, given her history and knowing that she and Cardango had a tumultuous relationship at one point, I agree. It's just, why? And they're just saying trying to kidnap her and her children. And it's just like, if we're doing the math in 2019, this thing happened with your ex-husband allegedly, and your daughter at the time was four. What the hell does Chris Benoit have to do with it? I mean, what does The Rock have to do with it? Ms. and, the, Ms. and Maurice have to do with it. Like you're just, and then here's how this ties into Disney, right? So the reports are saying, that The Rock is losing his television show and that Disney is cutting ties with him because of this lawsuit that is hanging out in the air. Hold on. Yeah. So um, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Um, I was looking at it, but I've seen a lot of TikTokers talking about it, and everybody is saying that this is how Disney is getting rid of him, and I'm going to, like, MSN, and they had the page up, and the link is gone. Like, the link to that page is gone now. I can't pull it up. It no longer exists because it's bullshit. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It is, it is absolute bullshit you know what I'm saying and this is lawsuit has been out for a minute because I remember us mentioning it on the podcast earlier this year a couple months ago um I remember that that info was out because it was on the wrestling dirt sheets because it named the rock everybody was all into it but now because of the situation with the rock with Vladik Adam and all that shit happening and everybody is like keying in on shit to kind of like tear this man apart 
And here's the thing. You can be mad at him for fucking up Black Adam. That That's your... That's your point. Like that's your that's your job. If that's what you want to do, totally fine with that. I'm not mad at you. But like to put out this narrative and to spread this bullshit about him and this lawsuit and it being something sincere or something real is wrong, especially when you haven't read the fucking lawsuit. And especially when you're not connected to the wrestling world in any kind of way. And the only way you know the rock is through fucking tv and movies it's like don't spread misinformation and innuendo tell the truth the rock would not have had any communication with rocker con in 2019 none whatsoever that man works constantly right like like there was a time where he was filming like there was a time where he filmed four movies in the same year i this does anyone even remember who the hell she is? Honestly, I mean, it's just so wild that this, well, y'all still blaming The Rock for DC shortcomings, when in reality, you really shouldn't, he's not the problem. Y'all knew this going into it. Was it Black Adam? You know, there's, no. But what do y'all want? <laughs> from a comic book movie and y'all are mad because it's a comic book character that half of y'all didn't even know who the hell it was i just want to know how many of y'all bitching about black adam knew who black adam was before that movie came out she and this is how this this sounds so i want you guys to listen because there's a article on fandom wire that kind of gives you an idea of what she's saying okay now she says that The Rock was the mastermind behind an elaborate kidnapping plot targeting her and her children. She has alleged that The Rock orchestrated the criminal scheme of the aid of individual operators, including Michael Jordan, Nikki Bella, Mark Jindrak, Mick Foley, the government, and businesses like Home Depot and Con Edison, like Nicole um, Alexa said, and then Bank of America and like several universities. She says that this was all an elaborate plot to kidnap her kids and kidnap her. They say that the lawsuit was filed in response to the listing on her as a most wanted fugitive in El Paso and the charges of interfering with child custody and aggravated kidnapping filed against her in 2019. That's what Alexis was referring to before we started giving our opinion on the situation. Now, the lawsuit has been out for a while. So in my mind, if Disney had got wind of this when it first came out and it was about the lawsuit, he would have been cut. They would have been took his TV show off TV. Like when The Rock got renewed for Young Rock for a second season, this lawsuit was filed and ready to go earlier this year. They could have cut their ties with Young Rock and with The Rock period right then because the lawsuit was public knowledge. It was out. So like, I'm not understanding how this could have anything to do with him and how this is a damning lawsuit it's it's not um 
more surprised that they're allowing the lawsuit to go through. This is honestly, if it gets to an actual judge, I will die a shock because this is this will be a waste of everybody's time and money because it's God damn it, woman! Why do you have me defending Nikki Bella? God fucking hell! I mean, I don't. Nikki Bella is not involved in this shit either. You know, like lawsuit though. This is just fucking weird. And it's it's like they're like, well, this is why Disney isn't going. They were the plans for Disney was to start a whole new Pirates of the Caribbean franchise and do it with The Rock because he's one of the biggest movie stars in the world at the moment. Um. But that is also dead in the water. I don't think it has anything to do with the lawsuit situation. I think it has a lot to do with the failure of Black Adam and all the information that has come out about The Rock killing that part of the franchise and the connection with Black Adam and Shazam being killed like it was. I think that's what was the catalyst to people not wanting The Rock to be the head of their franchises in that particular way. Because he's still going to do Jungle Cruise too. He's still going to do that shit. And there's more than likely going to be a third movie in there as well. They're not going to get rid of him. They're just going to move on. Once all this shit blows over and everybody goes quiet again and nobody's bitching and moaning, they're gonna. he's going to be pulled back up and be doing the same shit he was doing before. Plus, y'all have to think about this. I mean, how many of us have actually sat and watched Young Rock? I wasn't watching it. I, I'm not going to lie. Um, I didn't need to, to be honest. I mean, I mean, I was surprised. I did get to see some of it. And I was interested in it in terms of how his father, Rocky Johnson, was describing their way they lived like the rock said he grew up poor you know he his father you know had a showman like persona but they were going home to like a hotel they weren't living in a decent place or they were living in like a one-bedroom apartment you know it was it was rough so I like the fact that they were he was being real and giving you a clear vision of what life was really like as a wrestler and we're going to dive deeper into that in our next episode, because I want to talk about that more in depth and about Bret Hart's comments about wrestling and how it looks now, because that's something that I feel like is a point of contingency for a lot of people. But to go back to the topic at hand, like, I just feel like that this is has more to do with the rock and his situation with the DC universe and um, him, you know, really not doing a good job of sticking to the source material when it came to Black Adam and how he has a tendency to take over franchises and they gave him the power to do so. So I think that's an issue. I think that's a big problem. And I think that they just decided that it wasn't worth the money or the time. I don't think this lawsuit has any bad press because it's so fucking ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And and honestly, if you're looking at this and you're like, yeah, The Rock probably could have did that. Like you're out of your mind, like, come on. Like, you can't be serious. You just can't be. You know, like, this actor, he's actually one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. He genuinely is. And I, I mean, like, people may not like him, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Like who you like, love who you love. 
But to accuse him of something like this, it's just, it's outrageous. And it's the, look at the amount of people that they're accusing in this. Like The Rock would have literally had to take his time, plan an elaborate ruse to make her look like she was crazy, all to kidnap her and her kids. What was your end game after you kidnapped her? I think she's doing a pretty good job of that on her own, to be honest with you. I mean, like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, what, what was his reasoning for kidnapping her? If this was lawsuit was in against Kurt Angle, I can understand that. If this was like Kurt Angle back 2000, you know, 9, 10, self-destruct mode Angle. Which is what I thought at first when they said it, when it was like, you know, Rocket Khan has a lawsuit out and she named a bunch of people. I'm like, Rocket Khan, why does that name sound so familiar? And when I looked her up, I'm like, oh, this girl was in TNA. I know her. She's Kurt Angle's ex-girlfriend. I remember because when I used to watch um, TNA, she would she would be next to him. She would be with him. She was always like around him. And I, I was like, that must be his girl, you know, in like real life. And I was like, okay. And I put two and two together. I was like, this lawsuit got to be about Kurt Angle because there ain't nobody else for her to be beefing with they done broke up by now and I heard he was abusive to her too you know what I'm saying so I was like it had to be about Kurt Angle but the people she named Kurt Angle wasn't in that list oh and like she actually from what like I said earlier she put out like a uh like an order of protection against him but it was dropped so it's just like I don't know and like honestly I if this was a big deal and this lawsuit's been, you know, in circulation for a while. There's no way Rock would be in the Fast and Furious movie that just came out. I didn't even know there was a new Fast and the Furious movie coming out. We're like on 256, right? Oh my God. Unfortunately, yes, there is a new Fast and Furious movie. He's not supposed to be in it until like the second or third part. So like, and people uh, were and- saying that he wasn't in this one because of this lawsuit. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. No, that's not the reason they're doing reason they're moving away from Pirates of the Caribbean because after and I was a big Pirates of the Caribbean fangirl. Like for the third movie, me and my friends who went, we dressed up as pirates. Like oh that's cute. I gotta find a picture, it's somewhere. Probably forgotten. But um I was the best dressed out of all three of us, honestly. But very much. Toot your own horn. But like after the third movie, it just kind of every I mean everything was wrapped up, you know, like the Davy. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who has seen these movies. Why the fuck haven't you? But like all the storylines got wrapped up. And and I saw the other two, like one I got like a free rental on it, and then the other one was on the t- was on TV when I was at and honestly, it just wasn't as good as the first three. Fair. So like, you can't have freaking Pirates of the Caribbean without Jack Sparrow. Jerry Bruckheimer wanted to try it, but he wanted to do it in a different way. He didn't want to do Pirates of the Caribbean where it kept with Jack Sparrow because they had Jack Sparrow in Stranger Tides, if I recall. Yeah. They did. And then he wasn't in the last one, was he? Um, no, he wasn't in the fourth one that had um old boy in it, right? Because he was supposed to be like they were underwater and everything was like moving, and they kept talking about how um 
they didn't like the effects of the, the fourth one. I hadn't yeah. watched the fourth one yet. No, I, like I said, I watched it when I was like at the gym one time and it's, it just wasn't good. But by then it's just like, again, you had three movies that, I mean, I could talk about Pirates of the Caribbean for like ever. But like, I love know, Pirates of the Caribbean. I love that movie. Pirates of the Caribbean next time mm-hmm. we come back yeah sure yay um, but no I mean you had those three movies everything got wrapped up and honestly I don't if you didn't need to bring like anything else in um but look there are people in Hollywood who have done way worse and they still have careers facts oh I don't think he did anything. And I don't think that he should be punished for that. And I don't think Disney is that fucking um, stupid to like pull the trigger on his TV show and cancel all his potential movies or anything like that, mainly because there's a crazy woman with a lawsuit out there against him and like 70,000 other people, including the government, like... At fucking Home Depot. <laughs> I know they're overpriced. They're shit. But like, you should. You don't need to sue them over it. Like, no, like, girl. <laughs> I think honestly, it's the fact that y'all are going through with the lawsuit that's killing me. I see. That's just that's gonna be a waste. Of if this, if a judge don't throw this shit out upon hearing it, and they go on with this. Treat it like the fucking circus that it is at this point, because like, but like all joking aside, though, um, get these kids away from her because this woman does not seem to be all there mentally. Facts. I feel like these kids are not safe being with her. It could, I mean, something could come out that, uh, you know. They were trying to take, like, CPS was trying to take custody of her kids because of the environment that they were in. And she's running with that. I don't know why the hell she's naming him. Like, why are you fucking naming Heath Slater? Why? I mean, at this point, why are you naming half the people you named? You should have been naming the person who you was running from. Or whatever, like, whatever harmed you, that's what you should have been naming. Like, I don't understand this. I'm so confused. And at this point, I'm not going to figure it out. But what I'm not going to do is run with a narrative about Disney cutting ties with The Rock, mainly because they found out about this billion-dollar lawsuit. I saw some big wig places reporting this shit. And then I saw a bunch of those places just removing those... um, those posts they're being snatched down so nah fam they fucking lied and then like i mean cable's struggling man no one's really watching tv anymore because we all got streaming services to use oh yeah so it's like no offense rock i love your story well and you know we were alive to experience it with you in real time which is really i feel like it would have been better as a movie right i feel Um, like it would have been better as a movie for you to detail your 
your life as an adult, as a kid, your life as a young adult, and then your life as an adult moving into wrestling. Because he was on the Pivot podcast and shout out to the hubs because he was watching it and I was listening to him um, talk about it. And he talked about it. He said, um, when I wanted to, you know, I was in college, I was a big prospect to go pro. I got, football was his thing. He had no intentions of being a wrestler. Football is where he wanted to go. He got injured. Things didn't work out for him. He got very discouraged after that injury. I think he had had Danny by that time. He had had his daughter. Um, at that time, he was married or getting ready to get married. And he just was at a in a place in his life where he needed to make some changes. And he decided that he was going to go into wrestling. Now, he could have went pro. He still could have went and played football. Um because he was playing for the CFL at that point, right, Jared? Wasn't he playing for the CFL? He was playing for the CFL at that point. He um, ended up getting injured or at that time, or they didn't call him back. They didn't call him back. And he was kind of upset about that. He was also depressed about that. So he was making some decisions about his life and trying to figure out what he wanted to do. And, you know, he had made the decision that he was going to start wrestling. His father was dead set against it. Him and his dad got into a massive argument because of it. He got a call from the CFL to come back and play. And he turned him down. He said, no, um, I think I'm going to go this route. His father was like, well, what are you going to do? And he was like, I'm going to wrestle. His dad was dead set against him wrestling because of what he went through as a wrestler. He knew that you, you didn't really make good money unless you were a top villain star. He knew that wrestlers were, was not being a wrestler was not a sustainable career. And he knew that kayfabe had to be alive and well in order for you to be successful as a wrestler. So he was not happy with his son going down the same road that he was going down. He wasn't happy with that. So that like now where we're all hyped that you know Simone's down at NXT and that we all make jokes that like you know um there's the next generation of the shield or Mrs. Daughters is gonna you know right right like, but like I'm pretty sure they're like you know what we have we didn't have the same options but you have different options so when it comes to him and his father they fought he he was like I'm doing this whether you support it or not he said I need you to train me um his dad didn't want to but eventually he did train him and to this day I think that the rock feels like he made the right decision he said that um the things that you know he recognized in himself when he was getting depressed and everything he had a hard time working through that but now having had therapy and understanding what that looks like and seeing it, he said now he has a way of being able to teach his daughters how to recognize it and then go and get the help they need to, to rectify it and to fix it. And that in itself to me doesn't sound like a person who plotted and schemed to kidnap a lady that he probably doesn't even know. I'm gonna venture out and say he does not know who this woman is. Girls, like his youngest and Simone, he, those girls are his everything. Like he is such the definition of a girl dad. It's it's adorable because you see this huge guy getting bullied by these little girls on his Instagram, you know? Yeah. Which like, is why I think that's really sad. I'm just like, you don't have to be 
I'm, I just wish that people were healthy enough to not to, to not involve people that don't have anything to do with you. Like The Rock didn't need any help making people hate him. <laughs> no shade, but they already hate him just for being who he is. For that weird guy that I uh, I uh, duetted or stitched on TikTok. When yeah. Say like The Rock uses steroids and shit. The Rock yeah. works out like the rock working out is like us breathing. It's an everyday, it's like he does it a lot. Like No, that's true. He gets up like butt crack of dawn, like one, two o'clock in the morning. He is awake and he's in the gym. Because that's his that's how he keeps himself sane. That's how he keeps himself together mentally. If y'all want to hear, I mean, like hear everything he said, go on the pivot podcast. It's all on there. And um, those are ex-NFL players he's talking to. And so he's, he's just telling them the truth. They didn't talk about that lawsuit, though. They talked about the lawsuit, babe? They didn't mention that lawsuit. They were really talking to him about how he kept himself sane and, like, how he was able to, you know, move through Hollywood, you know, without having a scandal. Because he hasn't had a scandal. Like, this is the biggest thing you've had against him. Like, usually where there's smoke, there's fire, right? And you're like, okay, so where's the fucking fire? Like, how are you? There's no smoke, though. So, like, what are you? It's just bullshit. It's just bullshit. But, like, look, here's the thing my mom always told me. When you are successful, there are people who will try to bring you down. Now, is The Rock a perfect man? No. Like, I know, like, there's that clip going around of, like, Cena and The Miz and, like, a bunch of people when The Rock came back, his promo was, like, written on his wrist, which is, like, a big no-no in wrestling. But Cena called his ass out on it. But, I yeah, mean, he did. Yeah, he didn't run a fucking national TV, too, man. I'm just like, Cena got bald. Oh, yeah, he did. That's fucked up. It's like, when you're successful... People hate it when you're successful. Like everyone's saying that The Rock works out. Look at The Rock's family. There ain't one skinny guy in that family. He's Samoan. What do you expect him to do? There was a comment under my video on TikTok of a man, of a guy who lives in Samoa or American Samoa, and he said football like right around like when high school like their football and everything happens down there or you know. Sports mm-hmm. come to that island because that's where they know they gotta find them big boys. Well, me, I gotta start watching rugby because holy shit, Jesus Christ! But Rocky Johnson was Rick. His grandfather was guy. Do you take mm-hmm. Peter Maivia's jeans and Rocky Johnson's jeans? And you put them together. Look at the Rock when he was in high school. People thought he was like in college. He was like a grown man. He was always saying how like women old enough to be his mom were coming up and like trying to hook up with them and stuff. He said that. I read it in his book. <laughs> like, uh, I'm a teenager. But, I mean, he was always a big guy. Roman's a big guy. The Usos are, um, Usos are a whole nother level because that's mm-hmm. uh, these kids. But like, look at that line. Like, Roman's his cousin. 
but that's like Afa and Sinka. But just looking back at High Chief Peter Mayavia, which I think is really funny because people were trying to tell Rock, like, uh, you know, like when he was playing, um, uh, what was his name, Maui? Mm-hmm. Moana? Yeah. They were trying to say, I guess there's this big thing going on uh, where um, it's like a stereotype that Samoans are fat and out of shape. And I'm just like, man. Maui wasn't out of shape, though. He just was a big dude. Yeah. And then they show, like, and people were trying to say, you know, oh, this is unhealthy standards. You know, people just bitching the bitch, pretty much. Oh, my God. (laughs) The Rock showed him a picture of his grandfather, High Chief Peter Maivia. And he's like, this is my grandfather. He's not ripped. He big. He's thick. But look, most Samoan men, they big boys, and we love them for it. But they, they, like Samoa Joe's not related to the Rock at all. But he's not. He's not fat. He's thick. But then again, Joe could also probably rip you in half if you pissed him off enough. Facts. Found out that he sends mocks medieval weaponry. And he has, by his front door, he has, like, a barrel of, like, swords and axes and shit. I'm like, I knew there was a reason why I love this man. Oh, my God. I wish they would have kept Joe on, especially for this version of WWE right now. Man, he would eat. God. Like, him going after Cody and then just blowing. He could have been the first world heavyweight champion right now. How'd they fucked up with Joe? You know what? The funny thing is now everybody who gave me shit is now coming to me and be like, you were right. You were right. I'm like, how mm-hmm. can you not see potential in Samoa Joe? Samoa Joe was fucking gold. I don't care what anybody says. Like the best few Brock Lesnar had was with Samoa Joe. But I'm interested in it because like it's but I, and I know we're getting off topic, but no shade to Cody. No shade to Cody at all, because I'm actually trying to be nice to Cody Rhodes. There was impact for this thing that he's doing with Lesnar. Lesnar got choked out. His face turned purple. It was awesome. The moment that Joe should have won that title. Facts, I agree. I love how everyone's just like, well, he's injury prone. I'm like, well, so is half your fucking face. I mean, it was small stuff with Joe. I think when Joe got to AEW, though, he dropped just a little bit of weight. He shaped up a little bit, and he was able to maintain himself because he hasn't gotten injured since. So I think that it was just, I don't know. And then after that, like, it was just a string of unfortunate events for him. I don't think they had any intention of getting rid of Joe, but he got hit you know, like really bad in the head during a commercial they were filming. Joe was doing a lot of side stuff, kind of like what Titus was doing. And um, and I guess they were like waiting for him to get off with concussion protocol. He was great on commentary. I loved him on commentary. And I'm just like, God, like when you think about it now, a lot of people that are gone could be so fucking good. Like Adam Cole, take over. No, no. You know what had been fucking gold? Uh, when Seth and Joe were doing their thing. Remember? 
Yeah. That shit would not put ass in seats. Samoa Joe versus Seth Rollins versus this version of Seth Rollins. Yeah. Shit would draw money. I'm just like, if we would have got Adam Cole, baby, right now, right now, God, that tournament would have been fucking legit. And you Are you kidding me? me? Again, no shade to anybody in the. I would be more interested because it would have more of a. Oh my God, who's gonna get it? Are we gonna get Samoa Joe versus uh, Adam Cole for a WWE title? What the fuck? Why? Right. Like that would have been fucking awesome. But like, the <laughs> but it's like I like the tournament that they came up with because we're off topic because I mean there was nothing else to say about the rock it is what it is like but like all, all I want everybody to know is just like don't take everything you read on the internet at full face value sometimes you have to dig a little deeper and know a little bit better so those of you who are outside of the wrestling world and are just knowing the rock as a one-dimensional type of thing you need to do your due diligence and dig a little deeper because just what is being said in that lawsuit if it was like a lawsuit about a movie it could be plausible but what's being said is just complete and utter bullshit it's just complete and utter bullshit and i just don't think disney would cut ties with him and the franchises and everything that they had set up based off of a frivolous lawsuit. So, I mean. But like, no, go ahead. Like I said earlier, like shit like this is why I don't mess with a lot of wrestling accounts um, on Instagram, just for the sheer fact that people want clickbait. And like, I understand people do clickbait, because you were something just right. It gets people's attentions and they, you know, they listen to your podcast or they go to your Twitter or they go to this or they, you know, pay for your paywall or some bullshit. But like, until I hear strictly, like here's, I just gotta remember, until the actual wrestler says anything about anything, don't believe it. As Public Enemy once said, don't believe the hype. Right? right. I think it was public enemy. I don't know. I'm old. Leave me alone. Us. Uh, it's just like, but like the a lot of the. Could you imagine Keith Lee in this fucking tournament? Yeah, Jesus. But I get like I. You know what? Before we get into top five, like I just want to say something. I get what Vince was saying about Keith Lee, right? And I understand it because he's like, sometimes you gotta make a switch so you can fit. You know, sometimes you gotta be able to change the channel so you can fit because bringing in Keith Lee as a face to Vince didn't work. You know, at the time he was head of creative. So what he says goes, however, like he was wrong about how he booked Karrion Cross. He was wrong about that. And I feel like he, if he had given Keith Lee the opportunity to be the anti-hero type of character he could have been, Keith Lee could have been great. Um, but cross. Like you, yeah, that, and, and I'm like, it just, and then everybody's like, well, when he's in AEW, he's not as important. I'm like, look at the, look at the landscape of where he is. AEW is not built for him to succeed. 
Yeah. It's not built for him to succeed. It's built for guys like Swerve, you know, because they can utilize and bolster the bullshit to get to where they want. And now everybody's like, oh, Swerve's an epic heel. He's amazing. And I'm just like, when? <laughs> Me like personally, I-, I find Swerve to be very arrogant for no fucking reason. Don't get me wrong. He's a great wrestler. I'll never take his skill away from him and what he's capable of. But as a wrestling character, I mean, he hasn't done anything that nobody else has done. He used, I'm like, if you're being outshined by the people that you're using to bolster yourself, like case in point, you bring in Rick Ross and Rick Ross is outworking you, you got a problem. Trying to be a professional wrestler and like the rapper is coming in and he's the one who's who's making you look good now other than that i was turned off by swerve so i stopped watching him um and not to mention the shit that he's done behind the scenes with his behavior especially towards black fans um i'm not a fan and i probably never will be i was at one point i'm not gonna lie i thought that he was an amazing talent and i thought that he had a great way to do you know to move forward but I feel like he's a poser in many ways and I I can't shake that feeling. So me and Swerve, we don't sell horses too well, but he can live his life and do whatever he wants. I don't give a shit. Doesn't affect me. I don't care. I'm just not a fan. But like I said, AEW is not built for guys like Keith Lee to be, to be great. He had a feud that worked a little bit and now it's done and uh, nobody's talking about Keith Lee. Nobody's saying anything. Um. We had Andrade over there. Andrade is an amazing talent, great wrestler. Like he exudes, he exudes that that uh that badass villainous persona very well. He carries it very well. Wow, and he's got you know, Genesis uh, Quad about him, and it's he funny. has a like a really great charisma. He is extremely charming. In the most menacing way, he can be very, very charming. And I'm like, you're like, you're wasting him. People are like, well, what's up with the mask? I'm like, dude, he's Black Mask from Batman. This is what mask is. Like, and then now they're saying that Ricky Starks is washed up. And I'm like, how? How is that possible? How is he washed up? issue with AEW okay everyone's saying and then we can get to the top five because I know people are probably tired of hearing us bitching about AEW but it's our fucking show you get these people over there who people want to see but you don't do anything with them but you will shove Soraya down our throat you will shove Tony down our throat you will shove uh Britt Baker down our throat you'll shove Jericho down our throat and I'll fucking say it you're shoving black the Blackpool Combat Club newsflash Regal ain't there no one gives a shit well everybody loves it because they brought the elite back and everybody's back together again so and everybody's like this is um this is only a matter of time before Hangman Adam Page actually turns on um Kenny Omega the way he turned on him and I would be like okay Full like, circle moment. They they come on here. They come on, and they're like AEW is for the upcoming starters, where you can you know get your name made and blah blah blah, right? Mm-hmm. 
What about this Chris Jericho coming out and wasting 30 minutes of a two-hour show? I mean, fair, we, the, but we can say the same thing about us with, with Roman. <laughs> At least Roman is entertaining. At least Roman, you're, you, you know, there's the whole thing now with, like, the Usos being out. Like, we know the Usos are going to cost Roman that title. So I, hope, I hope so. Gotta pray. I don't care who, what deity I'm praying to this point like so <laughs> hear me out satan are you going to do so somebody lucifer satan you know you gotta wait down there Yo. don't care which one you use just do somebody do something because I mean, it's like i mean you got you got and to be fair like alexis say they they are it doesn't take much for people to lose interest in certain people like mjf is still the AEW champion right now He's still the champ, but everybody's losing interest in MJS. Everybody's losing interest in Ricky Starks. The main goal right now is Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite. They getting ready to do a full-on arena um, fight at the next pay-per-view, which is all in, I believe it is. So, like, that's what everybody's mostly interested in because that's what's been booked over everything else. And that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand how that was booked over your current AEW champion. You had people fucking, let's be honest, you had fucking women and gay men screaming for Ricky Starks. Okay. A demographic, as a wrestling company, you need to have. Ricky Starks was pulling in the shit. And I remember when Ricky Starks was hot at the height, and he was backstage at WWE. He, everybody was like, wait, what's going on? Is he jumping ship? I'm like, if he, I doubt it. I doubt it, but I wouldn't mind it. And quite frankly, if I was Ricky, I'd be looking to get my ass up out of there. I'm dead ass because there's no way. There's no way that he is going to be put in a position to be champion. And if he is, they're going to do him the same way they did MJF when he got to be champion. They're going to be like, oh, MJF is boring. Oh, MJF ain't got it no more. And it's like... They'll drop the ball completely with him the way they did Warblow. Well... You got to be honest. Like, Ricky Starks gets the attention. You have people who can get attention. My husband has ADD when it comes to wrestling because I've stated before, he doesn't watch wrestling unless he's watching it with me okay we watched a match in AEW well my husband loves Orange Cassidy just because he, he likes the character he likes that Cassidy has a title had a title I don't know but does I he never... still have that title oh no who got it off of him oh oh my gosh your baby daddy's over in AEW and I don't watch it that should tell you something girl not her future man <laughs> <laughs> that's <Yes>. funny <laughs> fucking jessica really joe anyway <laughs> but um but no it's just they have all this talent that you want to see they have all this talent that people want to see they can do amazing things with this shit but they don't do anything and they keep relying on the same bullshit over and over and over again you know how much i used to love mox I can't stand him now. Okay. No, he still got it. He's, he's still... I he's didn't still, even... 
He's still the champion. Like, he likes uh, that whole... He likes Orange Cassidy, and there's, like, a bunch of other people he likes. But it's just like, I love Mox. I was so hyped for Mox coming back. But all he does is fucking bleed everywhere. Like, you look at him wrong, his forehead busts open. And it's just like, bro, what the fuck you doing? Like, me and him, we're... You, me, and him are about the same age. We can't keep doing this shit going into our 40s. Like, come on, man. You Jamie to- has been champion for 498 days. And she's only 53 and zero? 58 and zero. The math ain't mathin', folks. That means she's not even, not even wrestling half the fucking time. Correct. You get Ty Valkyrie. You could have had one of the hottest feuds with her and Jade. Just two beefy women beating the shit out of each other. With this. And then, like, it's because Orange Cassidy's still champ. He got the title in March of 2023 in Canada. He's had it now for 64 days. Well, what the just what I'm trying to get to is like you guys keep you guys give us something, and then as soon as you and it's just like the whole thing was weird. You, I would have pulled the trigger on Starks versus MJF, let them have that feud, and then come back like five months later when it's time for one of our big pay per views because you know people would watch that shit. Yeah, yeah. now they got him running, or they have MJF running around with Sammy Guevara, which is like. Was it a couple months ago, Sammy, like, telling you, like, really, like, breaking you down on AEW? <laughs> know who Sammy Guevara was and how much of a piece of crap he is. I'd be like, okay, Sammy. Like, how you said, I'll turn this bar mitzvah into a circumcision. And I, Man. I that was so funny. And it's just like, they were trying to push um, Jungle Boy. From the fuck see, what the fuck are they doing with him and it, it's just they got too many people talking but they don't have enough people listening Jungle Boy need a manager anyway he don't work well by himself on a microphone it's like and then you want to put everything on Darby Allen this suicidal little lemur who is basically trying to kill himself every time he wrestles she called him a lemur <laughs> Suicidal emo depressed lemur. <laughs> Sorry. You're making the rest of us look bad. <laughs> I would have ran Starks and MJF. I would not have sidetracked Ricky Starks with that weird little micro feud with Chris Jericho. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing back there? Now, you got- now they have Ring of Honor. And it's just like, I'd, wa- I'd rather watch fucking Ring of Honor than AEW. And you're telling me with all the women, sorry, I'm going on a rant, but you're telling me with all the women talent you have back there, you know who they had on a fucking dark match? They had Sky Blue, Willow, and um, shit, I can't think of the other person. I, I'm sorry for other person, but they had Sky Blue and Willow going up against Nyla Rose, Emmy Sakura, and it was like a three. It was a three on three match. I'm like, how the fuck we didn't get this on TV? 
because they're too busy putting Soraya's Ruby and Tony Storm on TV. Say something about Soraya. Going after Britt Baker. I'm getting real sick and tired of this bitch. I never and making, making Jamie Hayter play second fiddle to Britt Baker. Jamie Hayter is your women's champion. Every day her people are talking about her, how she literally came out of nowhere and now she's AEW champion. But you guys are focusing on these women in particular. Soraya, Soraya is a brat. And I will stand by that because now I'm seeing stuff again. It could be where she's saying that Triple H didn't know about her and that, you know, all this weird stuff. I'm nothing she's saying is connecting because first she's like, well, WWE let me go and blah, blah, blah. And now I read something where it was like, Triple H didn't know about me. And I'm just like, didn't you say, and other people were saying it. Didn't she say that they wanted her to come back as a general manager? She wanted to wrestle her and they told they wanted she wanted to wrestle and they were like, no, we can't let you wrestle because of your neck. Didn't she say that? I'm not having a Mandela effect moment, am I? I don't think so. I believe that's what she said. But you know. Girl, honestly. The way you were acting while you were under WWE contract, I understand you were going through some shit and you were with even a shittier person, but you're out here saying all this crap, doing the most, saying fuck WWE and whatever. That's what she said. But they kept you under contract and made a movie about you. I'd rather see a movie about CM Punk than you. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I'm being honest. She's a brat and she always has to get her way. Look, I get it. Back in the day, you were revolutionary. I get it. But we have moved on from people like you. There are more talented women in the back. And the fact that you and the other crybaby, Tony Storm, Miss made what ten billion ten million dollars on her first day dance. Well, okay, you would too. Shit. I mean, her being on OnlyFans making money is not a surprise to me. No problem if you're on OnlyFans. Make the money, okay? Do what you need to do to take care of yourself. I ain't this and that, but it's just like she. I don't know. She just like I used to, and you know, I used to ride for Tony Storm. That's the messed up thing. But it's just like, you're here, you were the interim women's champion, people forgot about you, and now you're doing this, and your claim to fame now is Paige taking spray paint and spray paint an L on your ass, and then you running into the person thinking that's going to leave a mark on it. Bitch, you got an, you got an L on your ass now. Like mm. spray paint somebody, do like NWO style for fuck's sake. Come on. Like, oh, we're so bad. You look like you took your daddy's credit card and went to hot topic, all three of you, including Ruby. <laughs> Tired of all three of them. Don't Why are you reading these people like this? Tired of seeing the same shit over and over again when the people who deserve the spotlight don't get nothing. 
I mean, fair. Um, but we're going to move on so that we can have, you know, a better show. Because if we go on another rant, we won't get the show. So, like, look, we've said it too. When it comes to MJF, they should have made him a champion. Even Janae said it. She doesn't even watch AEW. They should have made him a champion like a, ha- a year and a half ago. Respect. But, you know, that's just, I'm just tired of them at this point. I'm like, go home, Roger. No one likes you. Well, <laughs> to get it back on track. So we're not just mad when we're laughing and having a good time. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. You guys can follow us at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter or at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram. Those are our only socials for right now. You guys can follow us there. And as always, we appreciate you. We love you. And we'll see you guys in our next one.